hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Roll For It. It's a fast-paced Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will roll for it, using the dice to randomly select which monster we face out of our list of 100 options. Even our DM won't know what comes next. But that won't keep the story from progressing. Every monster becomes part of a continuous journey that pushes our characters to grow together as they grow stronger. We'll be leveling up every episode, so our characters will get very powerful very fast as we approach the final boss. So whether you're brand new to the game or a true D&D veteran, thank you for tuning in to Roll For It Season 2. This is Episode 7 of Roll For It, y'all. Hey. Woo. Yes. Who are you people? Introduce yourselves, please. I'm Colleen, and I'm playing a turtle cleric named Graham Graham. She's a lover, not a fighter, but her trusty frying pan will serve a good whooping if she really needs to give it. I'm Andrew, and I'm playing a Gizzerai monk named Arak. He's skinny, but he's all muscle, and he always carries a mysterious flask on his belt. And my name is Kendall. I'm playing a half-orc fighter, and her name is Zula. She's muscular and wields a huge, fancy great axe. And I'm Jake. I'm controlling all the non-player characters and randomly determined monsters. You guys may hear this once in a while in the Beep. background. It's, uh, that's a smoke Beep. detector. We can't reach it. I'm very sorry about it. I'm going to make sure to cut it out in editing <laughs> as much as possible. But for, if you if it worries you, our <laughs> actors came up with a brilliant strategy, which is just the little bird that has come and landed on Grand Ground Shell and is just hanging out for the duration of, of this episode. An uh, old tiny friend. Just poop pouring down her shell. It's episode seven, and here we are. That means we're level seven. You guys ready? Hit me. Sure. Caught in the midst of a strange conspiracy, the three of you seek answers. Where are the other adventurers? In their absence, the chaotic Urid city has become even more in need of the adventurer's services. Some have been lucky enough to receive your help in these times of desperation, but time itself is a valuable resource as Arak wishes to return to the monastery where he was raised. He fears the sacred place is in danger after the group uncovered a map of the secret monastery in the Guild of Guardians. We know not yet what connects the monks to the missing adventurers. Just as the party sets off to find out, they are presented with three more pleas for help from civilians in desperate need of heroic adventurers. Grocky delivers the three letters to you before you leave Asterix Potion Company, the home of Mr. Jangles from episode six. Tune in to episode six if you missed that. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to this anymore. Go back. <laughs> yeah, for real. So you guys are still in the potion shop and it's... Just hours before dawn, and after a tough and unusual fight with a swarm of Sturges, the three of you are exhausted, and you have a difficult decision ahead of you because you've got these three envelopes of people who really need help. You rolled three dice last time because each episode, as you all are aware, we roll a D100 and pick the monster that's on the table to be the monster that we encounter. This time we rolled three monsters. So Grocky, Mr. Jangles, and his daughter leave you the room. The three letters lay unopened on the table. What do you guys do? Oh, we said we were gonna go to my monastery, La Kulora. So let's go. Wait, wait, but these people need our help. We did sign up to be guardians for this city. But what about my family? Aren't they important as well? Everyone's important. And that's when hard choices come in in your life. Now, this might be the first one you youngsters have to make, but we will help someone today. Maybe the monastery can hold on a little longer. I'm sure they've got plenty good fighters there. You trained there, right? Yes, I did. I mean, we don't even know if they're actually in danger. We just saw a map on the table. I feel something within me, though. 
We have these letters, right? Which means people understand we're heroes. If we do this, people can tell people that we helped them and then our names would get out there and then we could become famous. I can probably Well, now I think you're getting quite ahead of yourself. It seems like your priorities are still yet to be hmm, desirable. Despite my priorities, we're still helping people. Says the girl who stole something from the shop. Excuse me? I saw you. I saw you too. What? Eric, did did you say something? No. Oh, someone said they also saw me? Do what? Steal a trinket? Don't tell the others. Okay, who's doing this? This is... What are you talking about? Doing what? Doing what? (laughs) I'm like just swatting at the sides. It's like a fly. I'm just like swatting the sides of my face. I think she's having a meltdown. (laughs) Please sit down. Take deep breaths. Someone get her some water. (laughs) You guys do sit and try to relax around this table and the three envelopes still sit in the center. Well... I'll take this one. And I take the one on the far left. Dear Graham Graham, I'm your biggest fan. (laughs) Yeah, that's literally, they just want autographs. You rolled fan. (laughs) All right, so this one uh, that Graham Graham opens says, Adventurers, please send aid. My family is under siege by a horrifying evil spirit. We fear for our lives. The monster roams our halls as I write. We need divine magic urgently. A letter from Lady Corin, Keeper of Shields, at 70 Castle Way. 70? Huh. That's one of the numbers we rolled up. <laughs> that's wow. crazy. That's crazy. I know that that's actually her address. <laughs> what a coincidence, was it, it was, listeners. It was 70 what? Castle Way. All right. The second letter says, Please help. I find myself the accidental owner of a bizarre and dangerous magical artifact. If I am unable to prove myself a worthy hero, I am certain it will mean the end of my life as I know it. A letter by Zig Torak of Red Rock Road, 91. <laughs> All right. And the final letter. My son, inspired by your bravery, set off to rescue innocent prisoners of the hobgoblin criminal enterprise known as the Iron Hook. He left me a letter and has disappeared. He said to investigate the warehouses at the docks. You must find my son. Jen the second, please. <gasps> Not again, Jen. Signed, no. Jen the first. Oh my God. Ninety-seven Cliff Drive. So I see there's three envelopes and there's three of us. So we all can't be together on this one if we want to get them done in a timely matter. What if we work through the night? Bing bang boom, knock them out, and then we go to the monastery. We'll be a little tired, but we'll push through. How does that sound? Are we going for sure to the monastery after this mission? Yes. Okay. I'll take Jin. I see something of myself within him. That boy needs some some saving. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to do very well with evil spirits. Mm. So I need something physical. Moody. (laughs) I'll take that one. The magical artifact. I can handle that all by myself. Can you? <laughs> are, are you sure? I'm not being mean. I just, I've had to help you out quite a lot. You guys don't think I can handle myself? Me? The true hero? The, the truest, most popular hero. Yes, you. Um, You're so strong. Very, very strong, but why, why don't you take a, a strange donkey friend? Durbin, you want me to take... Durbin? You turn your heads and Durbin has like stuck his mouth through like the window. Oh, fine. I'll take Durbin. Thank you. So, fun fact. People actually voted on Instagram at RollFortPod. The Instagram. And they voted the for Graham. Zula to be the one that gets the extra help from Durbin. So, hop on there. Give us a follow. Vote on some shit and uh, stuff will happen. Uh, it's time now to split the party. <gasps> thing you should never do. (laughs) Graham, Graham, you approach a tall, big, mansion-y looking house up in the castle district, and there's a doorbell to the right of it. Oh, bing bong. (laughs) (laughs) The woman who comes to the door, Lady Corrin, you actually recognize her. She and her husband used to make them the best socks, special order. Used to? They always paid handsomely. 
Well, they haven't been around in the shop in a while. Uh-huh. She comes to the window and her eyes light up with anticipation and she opens the door. Please come in. Oh, oh, I'll come in. It's nice to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. How are your feet? Are they nice and warm? <laughs> Should we sit and have some tea? Catch up a little bit? How is your family? Gram, Gram, please. I need your help. There's an evil spirit or a oh, ghost of some right. kind. <laughs> yes, that's why I wrote to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so- but yes, the socks are very warm. I feel <laughs> good. Very good. comfortable. The family, it's its maybe the only thing of comfort in this house anymore. In the living room, there's five kids to teenagers. Her family are huddled up on the couch, just shivering in their socks. <laughs> you look like you've seen something very spooky. I'd like to know who, who invited this in or how it got to be here. We have no idea. Things are just scattered all over the place. We'll hear loud crashes or, or booms and a, a mm. grunting voice. And we've seen the specter a few times now, just stumbling by. We tried to call the guard, but they're so backed up with the adventurers missing and, well, their manhunt for you that we just can't get anyone to come to the house. Sounds very rude and loud, and I suggest eating some snacks and maybe hold each other and sing some songs, and I'll be right back down. (laughs) And I just head upstairs. So you head upstairs, and you notice the decor up here is beautiful, but a lot of it has just been scattered over the floor. There's a broken vase once in a while. Mm. It doesn't take long for you to hear... down at the end of the hall. Ghost farts? Sounds. Ghost farts. (laughs) Make a perception. Those sound like ghost farts. (laughs) Oh, well, I keep walking towards the sounds. As you approach, you see that this is the library, and inside there are books flying all over the place, circling around and bashing into the desk and into the windows. As you enter the room, they all slow their weird rotation, and they start to just fly straight at you. Quite a show, quite a show. <laughs> I turn my back to it, let them bounce off my shell. Okay, sure. They're going to make some tackles against you here. So you take one bludgeoning damage. Oof. Most of these books hit into your shell, and one of them hits you right in the back of the head. Well, that's not nice. Does there seem to be any point of what's controlling them, or do I just see books? You can make a insight check. Ayo, that is a 23. Okay, so <laughs> you turn off your physical senses for a moment and just feel mm. the energy in the room. Try and connect with Eldaith. Eldaith. And you sense that there's not really a living spirit in this room right now. It's maybe like some sort of echo of an emotional response. But you can also sense that something was looking for something in this room. I'm going to walk out of the room. No. No. (laughs) Deal with this later. You close the door and (gasps) scream from back down on the first floor. (gasps) I go back downstairs like hobbling. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. A couple of the kids and Lady Corin are cornered in the kitchen, and they're, like, pointing. All of the things in the kitchen have been torn out of the cupboards. All the food is scattered across the floor. Did you see anything? Where it went? Uh, why don't you make an investigation check? That one! <laughs> Sad air horn. It's just air. <laughs> just ghost a ghost fart. fart. <laughs> just they say we turned our backs for... One minute and this happened. Maybe it's allergic to peanuts. Could be it. I think that's it. (laughs) And I just like walk away and just start looking around again. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) And then we're going to cut to Arak's story real quick. All right, Arak. It's still approaching dawn and you're heading to the docks, which is where Jin II told his dad that he was going to go and investigate. Now, there have been rumors in the town about this gang of hobgoblins, and they kidnap people, and they're very capable warriors. They're goblins, but, you know, with a little extra. So this warehouse that you approach, it's got balconies. They each have doors into a second level. Uh, You hear a scream. You look around the corner, and you see two hobgoblin patrol. Is that balcony, like, within jumping distance? Like, could I jump up and grab it? So it's probably about, like, 10 feet off of the ground. Could I I jump up off the wall, grab it, and kind of... To the bottom of the ladder. Just to hold on to it. Sure. 14. You hop up, and you catch the bottom rung of this ladder. Make a stealth check for me. 16. So you quietly climb yourself onto the top of the balcony, and they walk, like, right underneath you. They're actually sort of deep into conversation, speaking in goblin. Could I use detect thoughts on them and understand them? Cool. It's a Gisserai move. Detect 
thoughts. So immediately you scan the one on the left, and what you get is a sense of excitement. They're going to be rewarded soon. And if you want to probe deeper, then they'll get a chance to notice you probing into their heads. I want to do that. I want to see how much deeper this goes. So it's sort of right on the line here of your saving throw. I'm so excited. The prisoners are being shipped out today. We're going to get a hefty gold reward just for being here. <laughs> oh, I hate that I'm paired with this guy next to me. <laughs> God damn it. This guy's a fucking douche. Uh, wait, I feel like somebody's watching me. This is weird. And then he starts to look around. He looks left and he looks right. And he goes to look up. I jump down with my commas. One right, one left. I'm just going to... Uh, 17 and that one is 17. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a bonus because you're jumping down like 15 feet. Like extra force on them? Yes. Yeah, so the one that you were reading is mine. He looks up. They both take that in the back of their necks. And I'm going to have you take eight damage as you like impact the ground. But I'm going to add that extra damage to each of them. And both of them are going to actually silently fall backwards dead. <laughs> Strike. Say your catchphrase. You know what your catchphrase is? Oh. Oh, is, it, is that what? No, no, that was my call from the previous. I think your catchphrase is after you kill somebody, just randomly saying, for the greater good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. And then I drag their bodies into the shadows after. Okay. Next up, we're going to skip over to Zula now. So, Zula. <laughs> you walk up to 91 Red Rock Road. It's actually a small, cramped storefront, and it's got Zig Torak Accounting in the most basic oh. letters right above the door. Accounting. Is the door closed? Door's closed. All right, I'm going to try to <laughs> just, like, bash my way through it. You know, just, like... It's unlocked, so you just, <laughs> boom! <laughs> Can't even swing all the way open because it's a cramped little area. It's skinny and long, and there's file cabinets lining the place. This gnome guy sees you... <laughs> It throws his coffee cup in the air. You're that that adventuring girl. The orc one. The strong one. Yes. I am the strong one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you just had to give her the cup. Did you send the letter? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, my God. Oh, please. Uh, let me show you. And you can, like, barely fit into this area. You head through and duck under a ceiling fan and your shoulder to shoulder in these books. The Derbid also squeezes behind you into this hallway. Mm. And on the coffee table, there's this cube thing. And it's levitating a couple of inches off the table and just, like, rotating slightly. And there's spikes out of the corners of it. <laughs> and it's got crazy design in it. Um, that... I don't know what that is. And I was given that as a payment. God forbid I actually get paid in gold. And the thing is, I can't access it. I was wondering if maybe you could help me with it. You're not in trouble? Oh, I'm in big trouble if I can't pay my bills. Um, I mean, you seem like a worthy hero, and, and worthy heroes work with weird oh. stuff like this all the time from what I am to understand. I shall help you because I am the strong one and I am a guardian. <laughs> I'm just going to pick it up and just like toss it in the air. As you're sort of tossing it like, and feeling around for yeah. it, you hear in your soul, enter, enter password. Mm, please? The thing like spins <laughs> really fast and a couple of the blades like slash into your oh. palms. Uh, you take two... Two slashing damage. Oh, my God. You didn't tell me it would hurt me. And Zig's like, you know, I didn't try that. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm going to put it on the ground. And I'm just going to I'm gonna hit it. Are you going to hit it with your great axe? Yes, I am. <laughs> I got an 11. You hit on the side of it. No, don't break it. And it jumps up and spins around and is going to slash into you again. Oh, my God. This time for three slashing damage. You know, uh, maybe you should try the forgot my password button. Wait, did you give it a password? I was told a password when I received it, but I was in sort of a rush. Fine. Like, <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick it up again. Password. Uh, I forgot my password. Yeah, 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 yeah. Suddenly, it vanishes completely into like a black flash of light. And Zig vanishes. Durbin vanishes. The rest of the shop that you're in vanishes. The three of you have been transported somewhere else. You are in this large, dark room with a stone floor and a pedestal in front of you. 
a creature flies down and lands on that pedestal. It's got angelic wings. It's sort of humanoid, but it's got like a lion's snout and the lion's body. This is a sphinx. And she says, You've forgotten your password. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Graham Graham, you come across a study. It's got a plaque on the door that reads, Keeper of the Shields. Uh, You go inside, and on the desk you find a framed portrait of the family. And it takes the picture to jog your memory, but Sir Corn is in the photo as well. Sir Corn! (laughs) (laughs) But he was always a grumpy, grumpy sort of dude. Everything in here is nice and neat, except there's a meatloaf on the desk. Ugh, hate meat. And uh, next to that, there is a book. What is the book called? The book is called... Um, it's called song. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Wow. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? It's called Perry Potter and the Chamber of... Uh, Regrets. <laughs> Regrets. <laughs> the kids are into this these days. Um, Lady Corin, a few questions. Where, where, you know what, what is this meatloaf doing here? <laughs> oh my, it was from the kitchen. Does it look bad? Like, does it look, it like looks it's been like sitting out It's questionable. Days? Okay. Second question, where is Sir Corin? I know he's a busy man, but this is, um, quite a time for you and your family, and I would hope he's around to help you. Regrettably, actually, I, uh, he passed just a couple months ago Hmm. i'm very sorry what happened he died at the office they say it was some sort of heart attack type of thing did he eat too much meatloaf it was his favorite food oh that's not good for your heart but it's good for your soul he Hmm. always said have you suspected his ghost is here (laughs) it couldn't be this thing it's evil and hideous and, mm. and scary. He wasn't the nicest person I've ever met. I don't mean that in a bad way, but he seemed very focused. And Well, I hope that nothing has kept him from moving on. Well, I'm going to grab this meatloaf and carry it around <laughs> with me. Please keep those children safe. Here, take the Chamber of Secrets, too. It's his favorite book. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, I don't know about these books and their magics. Doesn't seem very realistic. (laughs) So you finally enter into a bedroom, Mm. and you turn back to the bed. There's something under the covers. Like, what kind of shape? A large, covered-up person. I've got meatloaf. Hello. (laughs) So very slowly, you see two icy white hands over the cover. It's a good visual. Yeah. I'm, He's I'm, doing like a cool creepy finger I'm doing thing. a finger creepy thing. <laughs> you look like the guy with, with like the eyeballs in his hands. Yes, kind of like oh, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth guy. Pan's Labyrinth guy. And you see a pale white face with sunken eyes with flesh just barely clinging onto it. Oh. We're having quite the rough transition, aren't we? <laughs> this is an intelligent undead creature. A white. White? And he leaps out of the bed and jumps to his feet with a thud. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cut to Eric. You're inside the warehouse and you've taken out two guards and there are little couples of other guards around. And at the other end of the warehouse is a cage that is guarded by two guys. And within that cage is a staircase going down. How is it lit up? Is it dimly lit? Most of the windows in here are boarded up. 
to stop people from looking in. So yeah, I want to make my way toward the cage, but uh, against the wall of the okay. warehouse. Make a stealth check for me. Ooh, twenty-four. You slink your way across the wall, ducking beneath little spots of sunlight going through, and you are towards about the middle of the warehouse now, 50 feet of the other two guards. One of them's got the key ring around his belt. Okay, so they're right next to each other. Yeah. I'm behind one of the pillars, and I just kind of go like, hey. Okay. <laughs> to try to get their attention, you know? like The one with the key actually says, stay here. And then he walks <laughs> over towards you, and he's got his hand around a long sword at his waist. And as he gets close enough, I put my hand over his hand so he doesn't pull out the sword. Okay. And I have my common one and, like, attack him. Whoop. Just, that's really scary. Don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Woo! So you slash it into the side of his neck. Yes. I do, I do extra attack. Can you, like, try to bring it in again from the other side? And he pulls up his other arm and blocks you, <clears throat> grabs you with both arms, and throws you towards the center of the warehouse. And he tries to scream out, but it's just like, just some gurgling. But everybody in the warehouse turns to you. I get up and rush this guy, the one with the key, and take some him out. Some Kill Bill montage killing music starts playing. Two from the balcony are going to fire their longbows at you. And shield. You see this incoming arrow, and you use your Gitzerai telekinesis, and it just woofs kind of around your head. Woofs. And yeah, woof. woof. And you reach this guy. Slash him. Uh, twenty. You get underneath, slash under his arms and into his chest, and he goes down. And then I grab the key, and I make my way back toward the cage. There's one guy between you and that. I slide between his legs. Okay. <laughs> Slick, open up that lock, get in the cage, lock it. They get up to it and they like thrust their swords like through the bars. But and they like, don't have the key. And you just dangle it in front of them. They're like, oh man. <laughs> oh, shucks. Come and get it. Well, let's it. go. And they just saw leave. <laughs> You're in this little cage with a staircase going down as they just. I'm gonna head downward. And as you get to the bottom step, you see these pillars that were up above have continued down to this floor. And there's a person cuffed to each of them. In the center of these, the biggest hobgoblin that you've seen today, who looks at you and says, I heard you coming. And he's got two long swords, and he pulls them out, and he's got a ponytail and long hair. Ooh. He's got fashion sense, too, is the thing. Like, got it's good nice color. Yeah. He's got the yeah. man It bun. highlights his skin tone. He's got, like, red skin. Shiny. <laughs> For, like, a hobgoblin, I mean, I'm into Would it. Would do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that dude. <laughs> <laughs> so you also see past this guy who pulls out his swords, Jin the Second is behind him. Jin! Eric! <laughs> I got your letter! <laughs> I got your letter! <laughs> All right, back to Zula and the Sphinx. You've forgotten your password. Uh, no, I didn't forget it. He, he, Zig forgot it. This is Zig. By acknowledging that you've forgotten your password, you have agreed to a series of challenges with which you will succeed or die trying. The pact is sealed between you and I, mortal. Are you prepared for your first challenge? I'm gonna just look at Zig and just sigh. Just like the biggest <laughs> sigh. <sighs> yes, I'm ready. The three of you are teleported again to space and you end up on top of a snow-covered mountain. You now find yourself at the peak of the tallest mountaintop on this world. There is a true treasure here. Find it, Zula. Knows <laughs> my name. Ahead of you, beyond the Sphinx, there is a sword oh. stabbed into the snow, and it's glowing with this beautiful golden light. The mightiest sword that was ever made, one that will fell your enemies with a single swipe. And Best just on the other side of the Sphinx, there is a treasure chest that is oh. overflowing with gold and jewels. This chest will never run out. You look back towards Durbin and Durbin like gestures towards the, the gold. The treasure is these treasures. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. The one treasure that you can trust is the view from the tallest peak of the tallest mountain. I knew it. <laughs> you have failed. You are one step closer to death. Oh, I just want to like go right next to Durbin's ear. You said it was the gold. <laughs> if mules can shrug, this would be the time. 
You've been whisked away again by the Sphinx, and you find yourself landing this time in the middle of a battle arena. The stands are full of people staring at you with anticipation. They holler as your apparent opponent enters from behind a giant wooden door. This creature is a kobold. You know kobold is basically a tiny little dragon guy with no wings. They're not real tough, typically, but who knows, who knows. So you feel the eyes of hundreds of onlookers on your back when suddenly the kobold rushes to attack. I'm going to kick it. <laughs> Go ahead, make your attack roll. So this thing rushes at you. It's uh, it's a lot smaller than you are. It's like four feet tall. Oh, for sure. Running with its dagger raised. And you kick it in the thigh, and it does a full front flip and just lands on its face. The crowd erupts with cheers and applause, and they chant your name. And there's flowers being thrown at your feet, and everybody's going crazy. And uh, the Sphinx is actually in the crowd. She flies down and she lands up in front of you. What is your reward for this victory? Uh, hopefully the password to the box. <laughs> I'll give you one more shot. Oh. Um, the glory of all these people who saw me defeat this thing. Wrong again. These aren't real people, Zula. This is an illusion. What you've really earned is battle experience. I get battle experience every day! With each victory, you gain skill. Keep all of your battles with you as you grow. <laughs> I want to do just like a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah! You've now failed two of my three trials. Uh-oh. And are that much closer to your doom. So Zig is like, my God, and, like jabs you in the side with his elbow. This is not that difficult. <laughs> Durbin actually steps in and gives Zig a little nudge away yeah. from you. What? You must be able to complete one task successfully. Please. Okay, okay. I know I'm bad at this. I know I, I suck. I'm trying my best. I just don't understand why I'm not. Just like my big old famous stepdad is the best adventurer out there. And my brother, he's also just amazing when he came of age in our little little farming village look it's nelgork the foundling of ovlik next great adventurer but when i came of age i've trained and i trained and they promised me they would take me on adventure and they never did so i ran and i came to urid the big city and i was going to prove them all that i was just as epic as any orc or even half orc out there and here i am about to die i fell off a balcony twice <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm a fugitive. I am not a hero of this city. They were right all along. I I just want to go home now. Even Durbin doesn't really know what to say here. Which he's usually so so wise. The haunted mansion. <laughs> so this white guy hops out of bed. Going to have to do some work here. But I'd like to pray for his soul if there's any way. If not, I'll tell the family he's fine regardless. <laughs> All right. Channel divinity, turn undead. Each undead that can see me I must make a wisdom saving throw, a uh, DC 14. You brandish your holy symbol and you call upon Eldaith's light to turn this undead. You see it cover its eyes, but it just continues towards you and it grabs a sword out from under the bed. I summon my frying pan. The creature is hit in the face by a giant <laughs> spectral... Uh, That's the boom! <laughs> he stumbles backwards and he says, Oh... You want some meatloaf? <laughs> you just hold it out. <laughs> and he has his sword ready right above you, and he lowers it and slices a piece of meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Off of... There it is. Just chewing like with his mouth open, mm. and some, some meatloaf's kind of like sliding out of the sides of his decaying skin. Why are you in my house? Well, you've, you've changed a bit, and... Uh, I'm trying to help you move on with with your new life changes. <laughs> I cannot leave this plane. I have unfinished business. But the books, they're all flying around. Very spooky. Yes, I couldn't find my book. The, is it this chamber of... Cham is it Chambers, this, is you it have the it. secret chamber yes, pot? Yes, it is of the Perry Hotter series. <laughs> 
Who are you? Well, I'm Gurlula, but most people call me Gram Gram, and I'm a guardian. You're a guardian today, now, mm-hmm. there's, currently. There's only three of us. So she succeeded. Oh. You just might be the right person to confess to. Perhaps if I give you the information that you need, I can finally rest. Good thing I didn't destroy him with my turn on dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all here, sweetie. Now let's sit down. I've got some nice tea with me and my magic thermos. Mm, tea doesn't agree with me. Mm. And he takes another big bite of meatloaf and it just like falls out the side of his neck. <laughs> Twenty years ago, I was just a guard then. A shiny new enforcer of the law, ready to save the world. It only took a couple of months to realize the laws I was enforcing were not doing much good for the city. But they did plenty good for the rich. I brought up my concerns with the chief, but I was a young nobody. No one made waves with the elite that funded us, except for Diodora, the head of the Guardians, my idol. I wrote her a letter on a whim, not expecting any sort of reply, laying out my concerns about the unjust system controlling our citizens. And the very next day, she appeared on my doorstep. She said she had an inn at the city. She said she could get me a job as Keeper of the Shields, the commanding officer of the guards. Ooh, big time. And I could reshape the justice system, make it work for everyone. She was a miracle. But with a catch. She needed help with a mission, one that to this day I don't understand. She needed my group of rebel guards to collect each and every one of her adventurers in the dead of night and deliver them to the guild building. For the most part, we were able to arrest them without issue, but some did fight, especially the Gith. They fired at us as soon as we entered their homes, and the entire neighborhood went up in flames. And then about a week later is when we all realized all the adventurers were gone. Poof. Vanished into thin air. All except one who we interrogated, but he escaped. I begged Diodora to reveal their location to me. Were they dead? I couldn't take it. But she refused. Dee followed through on her promise. I got my job. I didn't know what to do. I was so young. And my career took off. Life took over and I... Like the rest of the city, forgot all about the missing adventurers. Until a few weeks ago, Dee once again showed up at my doorstep, and she asked me to use my power, the power she gifted me, to force a local sorcerer to curse these assignment tokens that were given to her adventurers each morning. I said no. I didn't know what her plan was, but I couldn't tear families apart again. And the next thing I know, I died. Days after our encounter, I'm betting it was poison. What does this Diodora look like? Even since the first day I met her, she wore a veil covering her face. I thought she was this great guardian who was good. <sighs> and she, she was supposed to be. But I've done all I can, and now that you know, I can move on. Can I pray for you? Please do. She takes his hands. I pray for this man's soul to find peace and rest. Close your eyes. (laughs) Close his eyes and he holds his arms out to his side and he looks up towards the the light of the windows coming in. And 10, 20, 30 seconds pass and he's still just kind of sitting there. Oh, no. And he's like, (laughs) I'm still here, aren't I? Uh Uh-oh. Bang! The door to this bedroom slams open. It's a dragonborn. <gasps> Do I recognize her? You recognize her <laughs> yes, as Lyra Melbeth, the captain of the watch. Lady Corin is behind her and they both see the two of you sitting on the ground like this. Um, <laughs> Holding hands. <laughs> the wife screams and Lyra draws out her greatsword. What is this monster? Lyra. And she stops. Is that a father? He, like, looks over at you and... Lyra didn't know. She just did her job. Well, perhaps this is the person you need to tell your story to. Would you like some tea, sweet Lyra? Back over in the basement of the warehouse, Erak, you are face-to-face with the Hobgoblin boss. 
the big bad of the Iron Hook gang known only as the Hooker. Who <laughs> growls at you. Roll your initiative. Ooh, 22. Ooh, okay. Go ahead and attack. As you swing at this guy, he dodges out of the way one. Bats your arm out of the way with his sword on the other, and the next one he just bares his armored chest and you'd hit right into it with your comma, but you can't penetrate the armor. <laughs> From his back, he whips out a shield and tries to swipe at you with it, but you just duck right under it, Matrix style. And then he uses his other arm with a long sword and comes around from the other side. 10 slashing damage. And then you raise up your commas and catch his next attack. It's your turn. I try to go at him from the gut, like right where his armor like stops. He's showing some midriff. Woo! Nat 20 on that one. All right. Chop, chop. You, you get the little exposed gut beneath, and some blood spurts out. C-section. Um, Gross. Again, he's going to try and bash you. <laughs> then you go flying backwards. You fall onto your back, and he's going to grab out a short sword. He's going to throw it at you like a bladed boomerang. Does that count for like a deflect missiles? Yes, sir. Ooh. So as this thing like, then you can catch that boomerang. And use it as of an deflecting. attack. Yeah. Mm, not quite enough. He's got like plate oh. armor. So you send it back and he bends down and scrapes it up again. I'm going to charge at him. And as I'm charging, I'm going to do a slide like towards his ankles. <laughs> so you slide across your back on the stone floor and slice at two of his calves. Why is your D20 so big? <laughs> just, to, just to intimidate you. So he's going to lift you a tiny bit off of your feet and then choke slam you into the center of the floor. Rock bottom. <laughs> you shouldn't have come and swing his boomerang and it misses you and it stabs right into Jin the second's chest no. like right in the middle of his chest no. and Jin instantly falls off of his feet Jin. oh man I wish I had rage I could rage <laughs> yeah right well, after I wipe a single tear from my eye mm -hmm. I go one. back <laughs> just, just one just, that's all I could let out right now I'll grieve later <laughs> I just leap for his face. Make your attack roll with advantage. Your tear empowers you. 22. That'll do. So how do you want to do this? The commas right in his eye sockets. I'm just splitting his cranium like just right in there. Wow. <laughs> the last thing for the Jin greater good. is he's dying. For, the, for Jin. Poor Jin. Some blood and brains just splatter over you. I needed a bath today. A blood bath. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jin is like <coughs> coughing. Over yeah, I run side. over to Jin. He's in bad shape. He's got the knife in his chest. It's curved, so you don't know whether to take it out or what. Jin, I'm, I'm here. I want to help, but I'm afraid I might, I might kill you if I try to pull this out. Here, take this. And I pull it out. It's like a, kind of looks like a gem, but it's kind of glowy, like a glowy blue liquid. Mm-hmm. The sacred water from Lakula Aura can help heal you, Jin. This thing that you've always had on I've you? I've always had on me, but it's just, just in always your character been, description in yeah, every episode so far? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And it's been uh, hidden underneath. And uh, I bust it out, and I'm able to, to heal up to 50 HP with uh, whoever I give it just to. Just a one-time use here. One-time use. And that's so, it. Does the knife pop itself out? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like... I feel like <laughs> you pour this thing into his mouth and you see his whole body just starts to glow in this gentle blue light real quick because you can pull this thing out of his chest and uh, a little bit of blood escapes up at you, but you see almost immediately that wound closes over and seals itself. You've been told about the magic of this lake, uh, but you see it in action for the first time, really. This is fascinating. Jen, how are you feeling? <laughs> I feel better. Save me. Yes. <laughs> One for the greater good. I uh, came to save all these people, but they got me. <laughs> and now I got you, Jin. Yeah, I did. I did like you guys said to do. I was brave. I was tough. And uh, everything turned out great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just had a sword through your chest. but I mean, everybody's perspective is different. So. Jin. I know you want to do good, and I know you want to help people. You have to take caution. You have to train for this. You just got brain dripping off of your like, chin. <laughs> <I'm> you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
you have to go through a couple bloodbaths to do good. Thanks for coming, Herak. Yeah, you got my name right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then you notice that headless dude over there has the key ring to everybody's manacles, and uh, you start like undoing people. And one guy that you undo, he's like an elderly gentleman. When he says, "Was that the waters of Eldath's magic, the goddess?" No. <laughs> Are you sure? Where, where, where was it from? It is from my monastery. It is from the Lakula Aura. Ah, Eldath has many lakes. She often assigns protectors to keep them pure. Perhaps your lake, Lakula Aura, that's... Yes. Perhaps it's one of hers. Only my goddess Eldath could create such healing powers. May I confide something in you? Yes, please. Everybody else is sort of like helping each other out of these manacles, but he's a little bit hush-hush. Eldath has sent me many visions lately of one such lake in great peril. Fire upon the surface, dancing on the lake. Stone towers, maybe. Monastery. You should warn your people. I knew there was something wrong. I just knew it. The lot of you, you head back up the stairs, and there's a bunch of goblins pointing bows. And uh, Jin taps you on the shoulder, and he holds up half of the hobgoblin's face from down on the basement floor. (laughs) He's like, use this, it'll scare them. <laughs> Meet your fate if you dare. Cut to outside, you guys just leisurely walk away. <laughs> <laughs> They've run away. We're back to Zula now, and it's time for your third and final trial with the Sphinx. You're transported for the last time. You recognize this place, it's your own tiny hometown in the country. You, you said, said you wish to return home. Here you are, and you're just in time. A lethal predator is coming to your village as we speak. If you stay here, you should be able to defeat the predator, but no one's going to know you did it. If you walk away now, I'll tell of your great heroism across the city. No one would ever know that you did not come to the rescue. No, these these farmers aren't fighters. They're going to die. Some of them might. All of them might. But you'd be famous, beloved. I have this type of power. Okay, but I, I'd hate myself to let my village just all perish. Whose opinion is more important, the people of Yurid or your own? My own. <laughs> uh, so while you're thinking, Durbin's eyes meet yours. You'd hate me too, huh, Durb? You'll stay here and give all of it up. Yeah. The Sphinx nods slowly, and then you're immediately whooshed back into the accounting shop. Congratulations, you've passed my test. You may live, and your password is one, two, three, four. And you're holding the box, and then it just clicks open, and it's empty. And Zig is like hunched over you, and he's like, Where's the prize? What's my payment? You already have it. Enlightenment. Knowledge is the most valuable tool of all. Enlightenment? Enlightenment? I worked a guild for 25 years and all the great and mighty D gives me is enlightenment? Uh, I'm sure she'll give you gold if you'd rather have gold. (laughs) Eddie just starts laughing. The guild doesn't have any gold. I spend half my day moving pennies from this account to the next to keep the fucking lights on. They're broke. They can't pay me with anything but this lion thing. The, the guild is broke? You know, I don't think that you should know that about that, actually. That's probably confidential information. Could you forget about that? No, the, the guild is broke. <laughs> it's morning now, and you all meet again at Asterix Potions. Grocky is in here. Mr. Jangles and his daughter. Mr. Also, Jin the second is here with, with Jin the first. And they're all like huddled over and sorting through piles and piles of distress letters that are on the table. And uh, Mr. Jangles says, told a few people that you guys were good adventurers and uh, seems like seems like there's a lot of need for that around here. Grocky just opens another bag and pours a pile of letters onto the table. We're going to need some help. 
Well, that's episode seven. How's everybody feeling? How are your characters feeling? Feeling good. My character is pumped. Feeling good that we're starting to help out people. But I'm still very concerned about uh, Lakula Aura, and I want to get yeah. back. Yeah. Graham, Graham, how are you feeling? She's beating up herself for trying to destroy this undead. She thought <laughs> she was so wise and old, <laughs> and but she acted too swiftly. It's funny that uh, Graham Graham's so regretful over uh, almost trying to kill an undead, and Arax <laughs> yeah. over here super thrilled about he's just split a dude's head open. Like. Yeah, Zula realizes she's all bra, no brain, but she's grateful because she's like a new person now. She realizes you know she doesn't need all that. Wisdom. She's she's happy saving people. See what do we get next week? Yeah. Can I roll it? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Of course. We're yeah. heading to the monastery <laughs> of La Kula Ora. Oh, no. You got a 97, which is the same one we got last time. Whoa. So should I roll again? No, no it's fine. Because we shuffle them up every yeah. time. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us everywhere. Buy the our internet. merch. You know, follow your heart. Believe in your dreams. <laughs> Any other words of wisdom, folks? Um, you said it all right there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next episode. Bye. Give us $20. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There it is. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.